your on bay time. BFF.FM. Jay Diamond getting us started. I am America on BFF.FM, live from San Francisco's iconic ferry building. I'm Christopher Beale. I'm really excited. Michael Nguyen, you might know him as Juicy Lou. Michael Nguyen is here. I'm so excited. Um, you'll see why coming up this afternoon at 4.30. I know it's a dangerous game, but I know what I like, but I got my own reasons. So tell me, do you want to play? Sweet gift tonight at the rendezvous 
tells you when you're just a kid that the rules all change. You gotta lose to win. So I sit back and just enjoy the ride. Watch my worries wave goodbye. Don't get embarrassed if my moves are wrong. Baby, I sing off key, but you still love this song. You love this song. This baby don't cry. Live from San Francisco's iconic ferry building on BFF.FM, I'm Christopher Beale. You're on Baytime. Michael Wynn is going to join us in a little bit. You might know Michael as Juicy Lou. Michael is the chairman of GAPA, and we're going to talk about Stop Asian Hate on Baytime. Waiting and waiting for something that ain't too complicated. When I should have looked in, I guess I've been looking in all the wrong places.
417 and I'm live at San Francisco's iconic ferry building. Families are out walking the plaza. It's 59 and it looks like it should be um, a little warmer than it is. My, I can't feel my fingertips, so I have that going for me. We have a really fun show coming up this afternoon on BFF.FM. Thanks for being here. FF.FM So, you tell me that you're sorry and I know But are you really sorry if you go? Hold me farther if it's easier than close Oh, grow apart each time that we grow How bad do you want me out to know? I pull my hands in 
about the time in the afternoon when I find myself super relaxed here in the booth at the Ferry Building. You're on Bay Time. Um, I don't understand hate. Um, I, this whole stop Asian hate thing is super important because it, hatred of any kind is just not welcome in San Francisco or anywhere in organized society. More on how you can help coming up on Bay Time. Chasing truth 
But baby, it's right Just let the love flow If you give it a try I promise you will like The chance to be wild For the rest of your life And I know it's hard Like moving a mountain But baby, it's right To let it all go Tattoos. Your friends took you home and I slept all by myself I'd rather be alone than with somebody else Is it something that we can work out with time? I know we both said things I crossed that line Maybe my head's not in the right place right now Dot FM, you're on Baytime. I'm Christopher Beale. My guest today 
is Michael Wen, who I first discovered a few weeks ago when the organization he chairs, GAPA, the Gay Asian Pacific Alliance, quickly organized the Stop Asian Hate LGBTQIA Solidarity March from the Castro to Civic Center, an event that Michael opened. Thank you for being here. I'm, I'm really grateful for this uh, space. I'm really grateful for this opportunity to speak out for Asian lives. Michael and Gappa organized this event after a string of murders targeting Asians. For weeks before that, there was hardly a day when you would turn on the news and not see a report of anti-Asian violence, even here in San Francisco. Asians, I don't know about you, but I'll speak for myself. There's this way of covering Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Nothing's, nothing's wrong here. No, I'm not fine. I'm not fine. I'm hurting. I have pain. Today, we're talking about Stop Asian Hate with Michael Wynn. How are we going to transform our Asian community to fight back against this violence? How are we going to do that? I really think it's a personal choice to just stand up and say, enough is enough. Michael Wynn is with me here at the Ferry Building. Hi, Michael. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. I am I am freezing right now, but I'm here with you. Thank you for having me, Chris. That's like one of the the weird. Uh, we were talking about this right before we came on. The, the weird things about the socially distanced studio here at On Bay Time is that like. It's uh, it, the the guest thing is like outside, <laughs> and let me tell you though, like you might think I have a slight advantage being inside. It is not much warmer. Uh, I can't feel my fingertips, oh so no, oh yeah, no. I, that's probably not good medically. Uh, you know, it's, it's probably fine. We're, we'll, we'll you'll you'll we'll get, just it. shake it out, just shake it out, yeah. just keep moving. We'll, do, we'll go we'll go out there and just lay <laughs> on the the pavement in the sun um, in, in the plaza in between um, in between talk breaks. I'm really excited to have you here. Um, I tried to uh, I guess for lack of a better term book you on the show a couple of a couple of months ago but I could not a couple of weeks ago but I could just could not get in touch with you and finally I did and I'm so glad you're here um let's just start at the very beginning okay where were you born no I'm just kidding <laughs> um no what um where do you come from and how did you end up in San Francisco I always start with this question because I think everybody has um a, their own interesting pilgrimage to get to this city sure I um well I, I was born in Chicago ended up in Texas moved around the whole country uh, growing up Ended up in Texas, went to college there, and then moved out to California after college. Decided I was enough with Texas, need to move to California. I lived in San Diego for a little bit, and then I went to law school, transferred up to here to Hastings, UC Hastings, in the Bay, in San Francisco, the Bay Area. Uh, became a lawyer. I um, found my I found my voice through uh, social work, social justice work, community organizations like GAPA. Which, by the way, we now stand for the GLBTQ plus Asian Pacific Alliance, uh, formerly oh. the Gay Asian Pacific Alliance. So I'll have to note that. Yeah, no, no worries. <laughs> the rest of the show, sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, but I, I love it forever and ever, and this is uh, our coming out here. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I became the chair of GAPA in 2017, and uh, before that, I was uh, Miss GAPA 2016 as my alter ego, Juicy Lou. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, my drag persona, Juicy Lou, got me into this whole activism thing. And I'm, it's so funny, when you play the open, I was like, wow, that's what I sound like. Okay, that's what I sound like. It's kind of my juiciness comes out, you know, all <laughs> the way juiciness. through my head. Yes, my juicy is she's always with me with my, in my spirit. I have access to her full time, even if I'm not in drag. So I'm just so I'm just so happy to be here with you, though, today. And, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about this. Of course, it's it's super important. Um, that's, why I came, that's why I went to the rally to begin with. Um, so let's go to that. You, uh, you work with a... With 
with with GAPA, which uh, stands for again. A GLBTQ plus Asian Pacific Alliance. Okay, yeah. gotcha. G- GLBTQ plus Asian Pacific Alliance. Um, you guys, um, in the wake of the, the 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 string of murders in Atlanta, you very quickly organized, uh, virtually overnight in the event space, um, this this huge march. Right. Um, from the Castro, there's a rally at the Castro, then a march down to Civic Center, and a second rally in front of uh, in front of City Hall. Um, it was a really powerful day, and I was there for most of it. Um, talk about the genesis of that and and how how that came to be. Yeah, I mean, I was um, so I heard about the the murders on Tuesday night, and I very remember clearly where I was. I was on a virtual meeting with the uh, Harvey Milk uh, Club, the Democratic LGBT Democratic Club, and you know, I was just there, and I was sort of in shock and not really thinking too hard. Uh, we were honoring our um, one of the founders of Gappa, Hoover Lee, and they were gonna they're gonna name basically the AAPI Caucus. This person in the background decided you needed different music for it's, your. It's cool. I like this background. It's it's a kind of a, woo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but basically, I you know, what happened was <laughs> wind tunnel, oh. and then the Harley guy. Yes. This is this is live radio. Live radio, but, friends. But, but basically, like <laughs> yeah, like just like that, it sort of like disrupted my life a little bit, and just you know, and I, and I had been hearing about the violence against Asian Americans, especially the elderly, but you know, just really at that moment of just you know being with a whole bunch of Asians, LGBTQ Asians, just sort of in the moment, and it's like, what are we gonna do? And, uh, you know, just sort of waiting, actually, because like, whenever there's some kind of, you know, horrible mass murder, there's usually some kind of protest or vigil or something. And then, especially in San Francisco. Especially in yeah. San Francisco. And so I was just sort of waiting, and I was like, so I'm sure something's gonna happen. And then Wednesday came along, and I you know, had another coalition meeting, and they're like, is Gapa gonna do anything? And we're like, well, maybe, I don't know. It's, we've never done something like this before. And uh, and then I was Wednesday night. I was like, okay, maybe we should just do a march. I don't know, like because I, and I, I brought up to the organizers, um, the coalition that we have, the queer trans API coalition, mm-hmm. and they were saying, well, maybe there's a Chinatown rally. Let's just do that. But then I was like, well, what about Castro? How do we activate the Castro? And you know, there's a whole bunch of How organizers. Do we activate the gays because exactly. that is important. Yeah. Exactly. And. And, and, and so who would do that? And I, was, I realized that it was sort of my position as the chair of GAPA to sort of help lead and push that effort. And, I, 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 and, th- and thank you for saying GAPA did it all, but actually we didn't do it all. They had a whole bunch of help with it. The Castro merchants, the Castro LGBTQ cultural district, uh, a lot of my friends who I know and trust, like Boz, the uh, Burning Man camp group, mm-hmm. you know, like... They with just, the bus. The big bus, <laughs> yeah. So cool. and, and her name is Pearl, out of drag. And... Um, <laughs> It's a, it was a, it's a group effort, but for for sure they were looking for leadership, and I was happy to sort of be be part of that uh, effort and genesis, but also. It couldn't have been done without without the help of our whole community. What kind of apprehension do you feel when all when like you've now volunteered yourself into putting this huge thing on in a day? Like yeah, um, what, what what does that what does that feel like? It was. I mean, to be honest, like I I didn't have time to be scared. I I was I was just I knew that I only had like a couple days to just deal with it and get it done. And like any drag queen does, you know, you just you have whatever resources you have, and then you just make it happen and make it work and make it a moment and so i knew that it was it was a really important moment to make sure we get right um at the same time you know it was you know we'll just do what we're gonna do you know and we didn't we didn't know who's gonna show up uh luckily we you know had um you know a lot of support from politicians came uh, our, our mayor came mayor breed came um you know scott wiener uh, david chu assembly member david chu and, so, the, and the community came and out the community came, a thousand a people way. a thousand people marched we'll talk more about the events 
and we're going to talk more about Juicy Lou because I have <laughs> so many questions. You're live from the Ferry Building on BFF.FM. You're on Baytime.
BFF.FM. You're on Baytime. I'm Christopher Beale, live at San Francisco's iconic Ferry Building. That was Becky Krill, alive in the summertime. Right across from me, um, like so many of our guests, someone with an AKA. Yeah. <laughs> it's Michael Wynn, AKA Juicy Lou. And so I want to put Michael aside for just a second. Okay. And let's put the spotlight <laughs> on, on Juicy. Um, talk to me about where Juicy Lou came from, Juicy Lou's origin story, and how she led you into activism yeah it's a funny story i actually uh so growing up i had no no really teen sports i didn't do the sport thing i was a band nerd but then i kind of got into team sports uh playing softball and i had this group of softballs they were uh, softball teammates they were the dragons and the, uh, half the most i love that small small little asian folks and then also and so and i'm kind of a bigger person <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and so like we were dancing on the dance floor at badlands now closed but you know, it's sort of, you know, I was kind of protective of them. And, you know, sometimes there'd be creepers and something. And they're, look, they're like, look at Michael. He's being like Lucy Lou, but juicier. Juicy Lou. Oh, and that's my how gosh. I got my name. That is per- so it's truly like your bouncer nature. <laughs> yeah. It's my protectionist. Like, I don't, don't fuck with my people. Kind of, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you can, you can. That's what's great is that you can cuss on BSF, BFF.FM. I almost called it BS.FM, but um, no. Now we have to buy that website. So, um, so they called you Juicy Lou mm-hmm. because you would fight somebody. Well, I would, a I would, la Kill Bill. I would just, yeah, just kind of sh- shoulder them out the way, like <laughs> with my big wingspan. And actually, I was also started. I start. We start earlier, but I started out in right field as a crappy right fielder, and then oh, I got. Funny. And then I went to third base, and I, I had an arm suddenly, and I could throw throw that 90 feet whatever it is oh called. man that's so challenging i don't yeah. know anybody that's listening to this that's played softball that third base and shortstop are like the big upgrades because like <laughs> i as far as we were talking uh before this about about softball and that's why where this came from this randomness and uh, i started as a crappy right fielder mm-hmm. and eventually as my arm built up some strength i made it to where i could throw from second to first <laughs> yes. which for the record is actually the easiest throw <laughs> like it's not it's a lovely toss it's, like. a, it's a nice toss but you do get a lot of you know you, you do get a lot of balls in your face there yeah. so you have yeah. to be really careful um, yeah. but but I, I love that we, we kind of made that same transition yeah, uh, and I mean, it was your softball yeah girls. it was my softball and then I, I because I did softball they have uh, fundraisers you know to raise money for the team and I always would just, yeah. I would find, yeah and I would find that I'm much better at fundraising through drag and then oh. I sort of that's how my drag persona came about Juicy Lou you know, selling jello shots, get, you know, kind of influencing you know, and being an advocate for my softball teammates. Was drag something you had already experimented with, like like the the physical act of drag makeup not, and stuff? Not really. Like I would say, the first time I did it was way back in college, um, just the one time in college, and you know, borrowed a dress and I had horrible makeup. So this was before the YouTube. This is before the internet really like teach you how to do makeup. And yeah. so like it was it was kind of passed down from another drag queen who just barely knew what she was doing. Anyways. Um, that so you figured out time. you figured out you're painting the old-fashioned way, the like, old way, yeah, having the wisdom handed down literally Ex- onto your face. <laughs> exactly, and then and then I had my drag mother um, kind of paint me one time for a drag uh, for a softball fundraiser, of course, uh, like a switch. They call it the switch hitters ball, and they have a big fundraiser, right. and where I would literally would transform into drag, and she painted me, and so I am part of that lineage uh, her name is Beyonce Soy um, I was going to say if you don't shout her out by name <laughs> yeah. you're in so much trouble she, in the drag community yes yeah. of course <laughs> oh, she's on the Rice Rockets but she's she's not really um, performing much anymore but that's I, I trace my lineage to the Rice Rockets which is the all API the Rice Rockets yes oh my goodness I love so the Rice Rockets and, and I'm such a big fan the only all API drag troupe here in San Francisco and the premiere one of course and um, but yeah more Juicy came about and then um, suddenly I was asked to run for this pageant 
the Miss Gappa competition, and I had been doing softball fundraisers, kind of like jokey, but then I, they asked me because they were looking for contestants, and I was like, okay, 2016, sure, I'd like... And this and, was like a serious pageant, right? It's like an 800-seat theater at the Herbst Theater. And like, you gotta like do multiple... There's like, like a full, it's like three and, hours long, yeah, and wow. most people do like, you know, they prepare for months, you know, and I was like, I have five days, you know? And this so isn't like, one night at a bar with a $20 mm, cover. No. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is a is real full, pageant, like, yeah. yeah. ball gowns and like judges and everything. It's How'd like you huge, do? Of course I won. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> with, with the help of my Rice Rockette friends and, you know, sisters that painted me. Because I didn't know how to do makeup. You know, I didn't know how to do anything. You know, just was like, but I know how to organize. I know how to, you know, in, you know in, I guess help people help me to <laughs> right. make something happen. Which, you know, so. You, you, know, know, you know how to delegate. Exactly. <laughs> and bring people in. Bring people yeah. into the fold and inspire folks. And so that's kind of how. And then I became Miss Gappa, which, you know, is sort of like a seen as a community leader, sort of, but also jokey. But, it's, you know, you, you do what you want with that title right and so i thought of it as like oh now i represent our community and then i went to a, a fundraiser the next day and they're like so you know juicy on behalf of the gay asian you know community why aren't more gay asians more involved in like politics and community engagement and civic engagement and i was like i literally just won this thing yesterday how do i know <laughs> but also you know that's when i started to feel like you take it on you choose to like become part of the community to represent our community mm-hmm. and then you say okay well i want to understand why and so then you start asking those questions and and part of that that's how my activism grew and so you went from you went from being miss gappa to being the chair of gappa how did that happen so it's a funny story like because uh, so that I, wasn't a pageant I, no, I wouldn't, no I wouldn't it was guess, actually a no. dim sum it was over dim sum <laughs> in, in um chinatown that's actually so great. at great eastern and you know we were you know the the chair of gappa at the time was kind of he, he was tired he needed to move on so he just assembled the stakeholders and, and i just loved dim sum you know i was like i'm there for the shumai you know <laughs> and and also you know i'm in a lo- i'm a lawyer right and so i, ha- I have experience with boards and stuff and so i had all these ideas and they're like oh juicy we're michael you know you have so many ideas why don't you run for chair of gappa and, and i was like okay sure i mean guess you know like, if i'm doing they, this they thing. assumed you had ideas and spare time apparently <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly and also you know it was you know we had just elected trump at the time Oof. and so and so you know 2017 was a time of just like what am i going to do now what am i going to do to help our community to like resist or do anything you know what am i going to do organize our community it empowered a lot of people to, to stand up and 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 uh and what's the word uh, fortify their communities exactly i mean and i knew i i i really remember when trump was elected in november i was like you know in a in a car coming down from twin peaks to the castro just knowing that the castro was where the resistance would start and would be and mm-hmm. I wanted to be part of that and so and I'm just here and I am part of it because I was Miss Kappa you know and so so when the opportunity became uh, available to run as a chair I, I was like okay sure and then slowly we rebuild it rebuilt or the organization to be more and stronger and uh, you know five years later here we are you know uh, kind of doing it seems like the timing was right though yeah um, the timing is right because uh, you guys had to step up in a big way and uh, you're still stepping up. You have uh, you have events on the horizon that we're going to talk some more about. Uh, we, I want to give you a chance to plug your podcast later in the show. Sure. Uh, hanging out with Michael Wynn, a.k.a. Juicy Lou. More live from San Francisco's iconic ferry building coming up in just a couple of minutes. You're on Bay Time. I'll be an open letter if you need to know me better. Because I'm here on now. I'm with you now I'm in Tell me the pain that you've been Carrying I'm the same done But 
hated high school I prayed it would end The jocks and their girls It was their world I didn't fit in Mama said, baby It's the best school money can buy Be strong, hold your head up Come on, Mary, try I stole Mama's car on a Sunday I left home for good Moved in with some friends in the city In a bad neighborhood Charles was a dancer He loved the ballet And Kimmy sold pot and red
Gaither drag queens in limousines because, well, I'm feeling random. You're on Baytime on BFF.fm. I'm Christopher Beal. Seated across from me is Michael Wynn. Hi, Michael. Hello. We we talked a little bit about Juicy, your mm-hmm. drag alter ego. Yes. And off the, we, it's so funny. We're so butch. Off the air, we've been talking nothing but softball. I mean, which just bro I'm so yeah. bro I'm bro-y. a I'm a frat bro or something. You are. You're a total <laughs> fantasy. A total thought bro. <laughs> A thoughty bro, my juicy thoughty bro. That's who I am. You're a lawyer, and uh, what we're here to—we're t- not here to talk about your your, your lawyering career, uh, although we could. Um, but we, we're here to talk about your your work as an activist. Mm-hmm. Uh, most importantly, you you're an activist with a with a group called Gappa, and you're working on a queer trans Asian Pacific Islanders week mm-hmm. coming up in May. Yes. This sounds really exciting. What is that about? So we're trying to make May 22nd through May 29th uh, QTAPI week uh, in San Francisco, in the city county of San Francisco. And uh, basically because May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, and then Pri- Pride Month is June, uh, the intersection of it is right between May and June. It's beautiful. We want to have that uh, first time recognized, uh, hopefully, in, in San Francisco. And there's actually a beautiful coalition of queer and trans Asian Pacific Islander organizations that have all their other events and so we're trying to have uh, all the all the different organizations organize some events during that week and then kind of close it off with a big uh, street party in San Francisco somewhere with TBD I can we can figure this You'll out. You'll keep us updated right we'll so we can updated. keep exactly. our uh, on Bay Time listeners up to date. What would you um, speak to, I, I know it's, it's hard to be asked to single-handedly represent an entire community but um, what is um, what's the pulse of the the queer trans uh, Asian Pacific Islander community right now in wake of um, of this of the Asian violence and uh, the marches that have followed um, your your first one and the, the you know you've done a few sense like what's mm-hmm. um, what what's what's the pulse of the community right now I think there's just a lot of fear a lot of anger a lot of just you know frustration I mean this kind of violence against Asian Americans in this country is not new it's been happening ever since Asian Americans have been in this country and immigrated to this country uh, the perpetual foreigner thing uh, viewing us as never really belonging here uh, speak then, to that what, what is what does that mean well sort of just like uh, you know, ever since the Chinese Exclusion Act in uh, the 1800s, mm. kind of saying, you know, we should, you know, single-handedly create some legislation to ban a certain ethnicity from ever immigrating to this country, uh, especially the, so the Chinese, to the Japanese internment of, you know, force forcibly um, putting them in concentration camps, and then uh, later through the wars, I'm a, I'm a Vietnamese uh, American, and my parents are refugees from the Vietnam War, and just sort of this constant like movies of you know killing Asian people <laughs> on TV, and there's a sort it's of everywhere. And and what is what is American? What does it mean to be American? Uh, and just to grow up, sort of uh, seeing, being feeling as like you're never gonna be an American. And so there's this mm. there's this myth of like you know trying to make 
to be assimilating to American, to become the most American can be, uh, which my parents definitely did. They wanted they they only spoke to me in English growing up. Did, did they ever put you on a Harley? And they didn't put me on a Harley. No, <laughs> I think that would have made me more American. <laughs> thinking about it, but I mean, I'm an American now. I'm an Amer- I'm an activist. I'm a person who stands up for my rights. I'm a, s- a person who organizes the community. I'm a, a person who is not afraid to be loud and proud. Um, and I think so. Just you know, to say more about the QT API community right now, I think a lot of us are just kind of like, what can we be doing now? And who who also has our back? And that was the main reason why I wanted to create this Solidarity March in the Castro. It's like, you have to have our back because we've seen this story before. We've we've seen a minority group uh, basically uh, scapegoated in in a pandemic. Uh, That's the HIV pandemic. And you saw gay Americans being scapegoated, oh, because of their lifestyle, because they're dirty or, you know, because of they... They're immoral, unholy, unholy immoral, all yeah. that stuff, and the pandemic, and this is exactly what's happening to the Asian American community with the the COVID crisis. Yeah. And you know, Asians are not the virus, you know, <laughs> but you know that is what's happening in the streets uh, because of politics and all these things. So, anyways, uh, just a lot of frustration, anger, and then now, how do we focus that anger? How do we use that rage into something more productive? into organizing our community to make sure that we elect the right politicians to make sure we have the education system in america that teaches the history of asian americans in this country i mean i didn't know that history until last year when asian americans came out on pbs and a five-hour special yeah. like and i grew up here I you know, think that was like, eye-opening for a lot of people it was hugely eye-opening and you know just from the migrant workers in the filipino migrant workers in like stockton you know and uh to just just basically the murders of the Sikhs and everything in, in the wake of the 9-11, you know, like violence against Asian Americans has always been happening. And also the organizing around a, our community has also been happening for centuries now. Yeah, yeah and the, it, this, it's an important community to the very fabric of San Francisco. We'll talk more about that. We'll talk more about San Francisco. We're going to talk about Juicy's thoughts coming yes. up in just a little bit. I'm excited about that. That's Juicy's podcast, which you should uh, definitely go subscribe to. We're live from the Ferry Building on BFF.FM. You're on Baytime.
guess I'm happy to see a smile on your face And all your wildest dreams have finally been made And even though it's not me in all the picture frames I still say Hey, that's great And they all say to me Someone else will make you happy But I'm running out of steam And I don't wanna let go I'm sick of all the sympathy When I'm only given apathy Is this really meant for me? Is loved what I'm supposed to be? I wish on all the stars at night But maybe they're just satellites Cause hopes aren't reality to me oh Trapped inside my aching mind I'll never let you find Me when I cry And they all say to me Only you can make you happy What if I'm the enemy? Cause I still can't let go I'm sick of all the sympathy When I'm only given apathy really meant for me Is loved what I'm supposed to be I wish on all the stars at night But maybe they're just satellites Cause hopes aren't reality So I'm stuck being bitter me Oh with Bitter, you're on BFF.FM. I'm Christopher Beale, live in the little former yogurt kiosk turned radio studio. It's BFF.FM on Baytime, seated right outside the window in the breezeway, quite literally the breezeway. <laughs> I would like, I would like a, a, a little chocolate moment here, a chocolate sundae. A chocolate with, um, sundae, yeah. Yeah, so some frozen the, yogurt. The only remnant of the yogurt left is this weird, like, hand-washing sink back here. <laughs> you know, so... 
We can just like wash up if we need to. You yeah. know, but that's it. No, there's no yogurt machine in here. Although I feel like it would be better on those shows where we talk a lot and the throat gets raw. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. a little froyo would be good. You, in addition to uh, to your work as an attorney and your work as an activist, and your uh, you play ultimate frisbee, mm-hmm, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. a cool thing I learned about you today. Uh, you you're a person that keeps yourself busy. I am. But um, you also are a person that makes time to. This is the most 2021 thing ever. But you have a podcast. Of course I do, because my name is Michael Wynn, also Juicy Lou, and I am a, a drag queen personality that has my own podcast. Because you know that's what you do in a pandemic. Yeah, that's what you do, and um, I, I think, but, but you know, the thing that happened was I actually started my podcast before the pandemic, and because I had a drag show, also the same name, Juicy Thoughts, T H O T S, because I have my Juicy Thoughts uh, available on iTunes, podcasts, and you know, Amazon, anywhere you all listen the, to all pod- the places, all those places. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I had my drag show at the Lookout, actually in the Castro. It was a monthly. Uh, you know, QTPOC uh, drag drag oh, fun, showcase, yeah. and then I was like, and I, w- I was, it was really like I wanted to become the Gage and Oprah. I would be on stage. I would give my five minute rant in the beginning, kind of my late late night. You know, try to your monologue, to, yeah, my monologue. Right. Like, it's like a talk show, and, and, I, and then I would the, the drag queens. Would, and next coming up, you know, you know, you know, Poyo Del Mar. I didn't have Poyo, but you know, I know you had Poyo on the guest. Before. Yeah, she was here last but, week. You know, I would announce them. They would perform, and then they're huffing and puffing, and then I'd be like. No, tell me, Polio. Like, oh, you'd like interview you know, them interview. again. Oh, man. And like, what a fun element. <laughs> and they're like, I can't breathe, but also, where did your drag come from? Where's your origin story? You know, the whole thing. And, uh, and so and then I decided maybe a podcast would be a better kind of place to sort of... Just okay, solely so that your guests can breathe first. Exactly that. And also, <laughs> and we also interview more than just drag queens, like the LGBTQ public figures in our Bay Area that I have access to because I've been here Who are so some of your big gets? Who have you had on the pod? We, we've had, uh, just recently in the second season, we had Manny Yucatel. What? Uh, Manny from Manny's. Welcome to Manny's. And he's basically the center of political life here. And he's also an SFMTA uh commissioner wow uh, we have alex lee uh, in the first season he's the youngest uh and first openly bisexual legislator in the state of california representing milipitas and he's you know, crushing it in he sacramento right now very yeah. progressive uh and also uh very sassy on twitter and I, i'm living for all of it yeah like, just pulls no punches he alex pulls lee. no yeah. punches <laughs> and and also what we do is we ask uh, it's a queer comedy podcast and we share you know get to know about their you know public life but then also get to know them as a human being and they share their hidden hobbies and private passions and uh, I would love to have you Chris on our, our I, show I accept I'll do it <laughs> that that conversation is actually how we stumbled upon ultimate frisbee which is a which is the thing that you're you're into what is ultimate frisbee because I'm not familiar with it I mean I've seen people play it but sure it's like it's kind of a new sport just looks so like intense frisbee from yeah, a distance. It's, yeah it's a lot of yeah it's it's you know seven on seven and it's kind of like football where there it is kind of a mixture of so- football and maybe basketball and soccer it's a lot of running back and forth but maybe the the most you know intuitive thing is like you're trying to get your frisbee caught into the end zone like kind of like in football okay but then once you catch your frisbee and you know you're throwing it to your teammates then you can't you can't run anymore kind of like basketball you have to stop oh i see and then so it's kind of like a mixture between all those things and it's a lot of fun it's a lot of huffing and puffing and 
uh, sprints. And before that, you played softball. I you did. Played softball, which which is we we talked a little bit about that earlier when you were talking about juicy. Um, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen to gay sports on the other side of COVID? Do you think all of this stuff will come back? I think everything will come back with a ferocity, with gusto, with a gusto. <laughs> like everybody's just waiting for June fifteenth in California to come along, where they the governor Newsom said everything's going to be open again. Yeah, I think. You know, June, like I've already heard the underground, like the parties, the people are trying to like get ready for that, and it's June is coming. People so. are trying to book all the Rue girls, and get them, <laughs> exactly. get them back in town, and uh, and get things going. Um, as far as uh, as far as vaccines, um, mm-hmm. there are certain area codes in San Francisco that um, that are now eligible regardless of age, 16, right. 16 and up. Um, I'm in one of those, so I'm going to go try tomorrow. Nice. But uh, it looks like the vaccines are getting closer. Things are getting closer to opening back up. So I, I truly do hope that that things open with with a ferocity. I think um, the thing that I'm concerned about is just seeing what's still around on the other side. What establishments that have been vaguely closed yeah. are, you know, actually going to pull the boards down and reopen, and which ones are going to, you know, sit there for a while. Yeah, because I mean, that's the way of San Francisco when something closes. Exactly, and uh, well, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not. I think it's within um, our. Uh, are well worth all to sort of get the community to help support small businesses while they can yeah. and uh, hopefully they stay alive And uh, but yeah of course uh, I, I'm, I'm really hopeful for a new uh, a rebirth, a renaissance of San Francisco to come back and, and especially you know as October comes which October I feel like is a real summer it's a warm weather in mm-hmm. October uh, there's actually an event, I know a citywide event happening uh, with the livable city. I'm on another board because I'm in everything. <laughs> You're on all the boards. Yeah, and, and Mayor Breed just announced it. But Sunday Streets in San Francisco, I don't know if you heard about it, but Sa- Sunday Streets is where they do close down uh, streets for cars. So it's mostly walking, biking. And uh, I support everyday streets. I love personally, that. Personally, but. I love that. Uh, open streets all the time. All the time. But, <laughs> yeah. but Sunday Streets, yeah, is, is, is coming back. And uh, it's going to happen on October 15th, I think. So. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. You're you're in a board meeting right now, aren't you? I'm in. I have a board meeting right after this. <laughs> I, Wait, do you really? I do. You're actually going to a board meeting when I you know. leave. Oh, I'm the busy person. The busy life of Michael <laughs> Wynn. All right, we're going to give you a chance to plug all the things coming up in just a couple of minutes. We're live from the Ferry Building on Baytime on BFF.FM.
Money, but I'll pay the price 
BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. Myophilic stock image, a song that gets stuck in my head until at least Wednesday every week after Mondays on Bay Time. That's the show you're listening to. I'm Christopher Beal. I'm live at San Francisco's iconic ferry building. Michael Wynn sitting across from me. Michael Wynn is the chair of GAPA, which is the GLBT Asian Pacific Islanders 
alliance. Almost. Almost. <laughs> I almost said association. That's good. It's it's good. A, it's, an, it's an abbreviation that has recently had more abbreviations added to it. So it's yes, yes, and, and we're being more inclusive, and it's great. It's got, I'm really excited. Uh, the GLBTQ plus Asian Pacific Alliance. Oh, the plus! I missed the plus. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's cool. It, we, bad host, bad. We envision a powerful QT API community that is seen, heard, and celebrated, and that's what we're all about. And to be to get um, to get sappy with you for a second, and just to be real, that is truly the main reason that I wanted to have you on today, is because. Um, I'm I'm a white gay, and I understand what that comes with today. And this show, though it was my idea, and I call it my love letter to LGBT San Francisco, um, it is not this. This show very quickly became and is designed to not be about me. Mm. I want to turn. Uh, one of my old bosses used to use a term that radio does a really good job turning the mirror. Mm. on society and letting mm-hmm. society look at itself and so uh what i wanted to do by inviting you here was just was to give you was literally to give you the mic and and let you express let you let you say what you needed to say because it's important people are hurting people in your community are hurting mm-hmm. and because your community is hurting our community is hurting right um so truly as not everybody has a radio show that they can book you on that's right so so how can uh, how can the average person listening to this this afternoon or listening to the replay how can they how can they help how can they help organizations like gappa how can we do better yeah i mean one of the first things you can do is actually you know start get educate your educate yourself i mean asian american history is not really taught in our schools so Go out there, watch the YouTube videos. I think Eugene Yi uh, Yang, I think, ha- of the Try Guys, has a great YouTube video about Eugene Asian Americans. Yang's awesome, yeah. Yeah, uh, it has. There's the Asian Americans on PBS. It's free. Watch that for five hours. Educate yourself. Um, once you're done with that and you're you're motivated now, go support a local organization that's doing amazing work. I know, uh, you can support GAPA, of course, GAPA.org. You can uh, go uh, to the Asian Law Caucus or Asian Americans Advancing Justice. Is the uh, bigger name of the federation but there's there's a whole bunch of uh, organizations out there doing the organizing chinese progressive association a pink api equality northern california there's so many uh but just go there start start you know start getting local. curious yeah start local find find something that speaks to you and uh support them if you can monetarily or through your volunteer time because they would love to have you i'm sure is gappa still involved in uh, in any um, ongoing marches and events going on in the city coming up yeah well actually we're um we're getting ready, as I said, to try to prepare this uh, week-long uh, QT API week on May 22nd through May 29th. Uh, that's uh, more to, to be announced, to be figured out, actually. But also, uh, this weekend, on Saturday, the, the April 17th, we're actually helping uh, get uh, one of our own, Miss Gappas, to, who's running for Empress of San Francisco, uh, Era Amaya. Oh, and I, no, I, no joke, I met her in the Castro the other yes, day. She was, she was her firing. Nurse, yes. nurse outfit, yes. Yeah, she yeah. stopped by our table. Yes, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Era's lovely, um, EssentialEra.com. The uh, nurse. The nurse. Fabulous. Yeah, she's a nurse in and out of drag. <laughs> That's wonderful. And, yeah, and she's, uh, I'm actually um, on her campaign, so, you oh. know, like, I'm going to be in full drag on Saturday. If you want to go see me, Juicy oh, Lou, at, uh, on Polk Street at the Cinch from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. I'll be there with um, <laughs> so all fun. the things and you can vote if you're a San Francisco or San Mateo or Marin County resident over 18 and you have maybe something that shows your residency you can vote and uh, vote for ERA that'd be lovely oh that's so fun I'm gonna have to stop by and do that and uh, and plug one more time uh, Juicy Thoughts where can people find your podcast Juicy Thoughts yeah it's available anywhere uh, Juicy uh, J-U-I-C-Y T-H-O-T-S 
Thoughts.com. Do you see thoughts? You don't have the advantage of it being on your mask. I know. You can see you, my it, mask. I can see your mask, but I'm not wearing a Juicy Thoughts mask. I'm yeah, sorry. That's okay. I mean, but yeah, you can you can listen anywhere on Apple or iTunes or Spotify, Amazon, anywhere you get podcasts. And if um, you like this show, you'll like that one because it's it's about uh, it's about putting the the spotlight on queer people and yeah. uh, and and your what do you call it your Gaijin Oprahness. Yes, my Gaijin Oprahness. I, I invoke her <laughs> and all her energy and just get a you know like that Meghan Merkel interview just like really with the person did you feel really present. connected with I Oprah did. in that interview I did and I wish I had so many memes like the Oprah like she someday she, someday and you, you really got you got really present to like the ability of her journalistic capacity oh, yeah. in that interview specifically especially like, in, in, in such a high pressure situation yes. I mean, can you imagine the handlers that were around and oh just all gosh. the intimidation beforehand of, of dealing with people that are of that level ah! I know royalty and and the fact that Oprah was like not going to take no for an answer you know Megan said oh I'm not going to say who and then she goes right to you know <laughs> like Prince Harry right yeah. who said that the, and, you know, just right back into it I think mean, that's that's Oprah yeah <laughs> so Oprah cuts to the chase who's your um last question who's your um who's your dream interview on Juicy Thoughts like just put it out there who who if you could book book that person right now who is it I would love to talk to George Decay to be honest um, because oh he is my. Just, oh my yes exactly <laughs> I mean. He is such a he's such a leader, an activist. He has such an amazing story. His allegiance, his story, life story was a Broadway show. Yeah. He's, he's just so in there, out there, and has been in the entertainment thing for forever. And it's like, how do you, you know, maybe in my little way, I'm a kind of an entertainer through my little podcast and my drag shows and things like that. But like, just to just be an activist and to to hear his stories and. And to find his hidden hobby, private passion, because oh, I, yeah. I'm just curious now. I don't know what it is. Because so. you know he's got to have something nerdy that he's into, other exactly. than Star Trek. Exactly. And then I love Star Trek. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Trekkie. You know, it's just so cool. Anyway, the whole, yeah, the, what it was like to work with Leonard Nimoy and, you know, and all that, you know, because all that. Where can people find you on the socials? All the socials, yes. Uh, well, uh, Juicy Lou Realness, Juicy L-I-U Realness is my Instagram, my uh, Facebook, but real Juicy Lou. It's a funny story. There's another Juicy Lou in New York, so like, uh, and I'm like, she's not that juicy. Anyway, it's just, it's so a funny So now joke. she's the fake Juicy Lou. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's Miss Juicy Lou, but then we always get tagged by accident, so I'm like the real one. That's, anyways, she, she's probably not listening. Maybe she is, I know. Mine's real joke. Chris J. Beal, so I can relate. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I feel you. Exactly. Also, you know, Mike one four seven eight zero is my other Twitter, and uh, Gappa SF, uh, G A P A S F on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those things. All the places, and uh, I put some links in the description of this show. Um, Juicy Michael. Michael, Juicy, yes. <laughs> thank you so much for making time for me. Yes, and thank you, and thank you for celebrating independent music. I love independent music artists, and I mean, you know, many drag queens become independent music artists. They don't get play their, you know, any kind of playtime. That's time. true. Yeah, and we need to fix that because yeah. there's a lot of a lot of queer talent that's not getting any attention uh, from radio stations. So yes. we're here to put a little spotlight on that. And I'm going to talk to you off the air and get some of your your favorite queer artists, and we'll try to get them added to the playlist. Thank you again for stopping by. Uh, more music on Baytime. Uh, Kay Anderson, Sorrow, A W. You, Ivan Grapp, coming up before the end of the show. You're live on BFF.FM. Here's a lie for you. Don't mind me, I'm cool. Here's a lie or two. I never really needed you. Cut my veins and they'll be blue. Cause you're looking at a ghost. You knew. Take your time to hear 
What I cannot see Take the shoes from me So you can walk a day Cut the chain to set me free So you can see the ghost It's me BFF.FM I'm a ghost, I'm a cold-blooded killer But I wouldn't hurt you Every inch of your skin closes in I surrender, will you be my last one? Into the bones, you'll never know How far the cycle
Let the river take you like a fool But it rushes back into the boat You'll never know how far the cycle goes And even though you're made of gold I'd rather sleep alone In my eyelids of tattooed towers To remember what I don't deserve Could you be why I feel so empty? Speech to unravel, and even though you must know that I got a hunch. 
together is coming to an end thank you very much for hanging out this week on baytime i'll be back next monday with who well, watch our twitter at on baytime for a guest announcement on friday this is bff.fm <laughs>